Hi, welcome to worship on this Transfiguration Sunday. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Holy God, mighty and immortal, you are beyond our knowing, yet we see your glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Transform us into the likeness of your Son, who renewed our humanity so that we may share in his divinity. Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, 
one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Now about 80 days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of departure, when he was, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Not knowing what he said, while he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one of the things they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions, but Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. My daughter Heather and I do a nightly text check-in. She always asks me how my day was and what my plans are for the next day. I ask her how her day was and find out how my grandsons and son-in-law are doing. Well, on Wednesday night this week, I told her I was having trouble coming up with a sermon for Sunday and I needed to spend Thursday earnestly trying to put something together. She texted back with this, Just say how we are ready for spring, for the trees to start blooming and the birds to start singing, and to enjoy the beautiful world God made for us when everything turns to green. Well, how wonderful it would be for all of us if we could live in a world that was always full of joy, blooming flowers, singing birds, and a green landscape. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could design our world to meet our needs? 
Well, that is what Peter must have had in mind when he offered to make three dwellings for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. At that moment, Peter was living in his world of joy. He had three people he admired and cared for with him, and he did, he did not want them to leave. Well, there was Jesus, who he had been following and watching as he healed the sick, fed the hungry, and cared for the outcasts. And now he was joined by Moses, who had spoken to the Lord and gave his people the commandments. And Elijah, the great prophet, who spoke to the people and guided them by God's word. Well, not only that, but his two friends, James and John, were with him to experience the greatness that surrounded them. He wanted his world to stop and stay just as it was. Well, God saw what was happening and knew he had to end Peter's desire to stop what would be happening next. The reason Jesus brought Peter, James, and John up on the mountain was so they would see God bless Jesus for the rough journey that he was about to take, his journey to the cross. Jesus told his disciples earlier that he was to face death and then would rise from the dead. God saw that they did not believe him, so he chose to tell Peter, James, and John that this is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. As quickly as this mountaintop experience happened, it was over, and it was time for Jesus to take his disciples down off the mountain and get back to the day-to-day -day activities as they made their way to Jerusalem and to the cross. It was the next day that Jesus again continued his work by healing that young boy and again showing all who witnessed it how great God is. For Jesus, there was no time to waste. He had much he wanted to do before his death. Well, how often have you been in a situation that was so joyful you wanted to preserve it forever? How often have you felt like Peter not wanting to go back to the messiness of day-to-day -day living? I think we can all think of those times when our world was at peace, when the birds were singing, the flowers were blooming, and all was green. A time when we wanted to never let go of that feeling of joy and peace. Yet we all know that we can't stop time. We go from times of joy to times of sorrow. We live in the mystery of life not knowing what is ahead of us. We begin Lent on Wednesday. I invite you all to come to Ash Wednesday service where we are reminded that we are dust and to dust we will return. It is a solemn reminder that our time on earth, our time to make a difference is limited. Just like Peter was reminded that there is no way to stop we too are reminded that we are to join Jesus on his journey to the cross. We are to get down into the messiness of life and follow Jesus. We are to learn from him and care for our siblings in Christ. 
We are to feed the hungry, care for the sick, and befriend the lonely. Well, spring is coming. It won't be long before the flowers are blooming, the birds are singing, and everything is green. Please take time to enjoy all God gives us in God's beautiful creation. But know that you can't stay in that moment forever. There is work to be done. Jesus always took time for prayer and solitude to be with God, but he knew he could not be there forever. People were calling for him to guide them, just as they call to us now. Jesus left us to care for those people in the chaos of the world. Let's use our time during Lent to purposely walk with Jesus and learn from him. So when he comes to the cross, we are there with him and willing to take over where he left off. There is much work to be done. It was this week when we heard that our siblings in Ukraine are being terrorized and living in fear. Let us pray for them and for all who suffer around the world. Maybe they all will be able to find a time to see the flowers bloom, the birds sing, and watch the world turn green. Maybe they find, they will find the peace that they desire. Let us pray a prayer from our presiding bishop, Elizabeth Eaton. O Lord God of life, as you care for all creation, give us your peace. May our security come not from weapons, but from respect. May our strength come not from violence, but from love. May our own wealth come not from money, but from sharing. May our path be not one of ambition, but of justice. May our victory not be one of revenge, but of forgiveness. Unarmed and confident, help us to defend the dignity of all creation, sharing today and always the bread of solidarity and peace. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Transform us by your greatness, O God. Send us down the mountain to share joy with all people. Make us agents of change, confident that your goodness will conquer all. Merciful God, receive our prayer. The mountains and valleys sing your praise. Dazzle us with your presence in every landscape and teach us to care for your glorious creation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You love justice and establish equity. Strengthen leaders of all nations and bless them with the gift of integrity. Build up safe and joyful communities where all people may thrive. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Heal those who are in distress. Give them patience and grant them hope, especially those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. This week we begin the season of Lent. Bless all who prepare and lead worship, pastors, musicians, our confirmation students, and all who contribute to our worship life together. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Blessed are those who listen to Christ's voice in this life and now rest with him. May we not lose heart until we, too, are in our holy resting place with all the saints. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Go in peace, share the good news. Thanks be to God.